It's laundry day. And even though you know there are no zombies in your basement, because you're an adult and zombies are not real, you still can't bring yourself to turn the light off before you go up the stairs due to the creepy hand that will not grab your ankle because, again, zombies are not real. Plus, you have an Amazon Echo. So you wait till you get safely to the top of the stairs and say, Alexa, turn off the basement light. And the basement light goes off, and you continue upstairs alive. Alexa, lock the door. Okay. Thank you. Ah, uh, this song reminds me of... I was in sixth grade. Oh my god. How funny. Oh god. But it, obviously, this is not Roxette. No. He looks nothing like Roxette. <laughs> God. What's up, everybody? I think I like the original better. No offense. No offense at all. None at all. What's up, everybody? Welcome to afternoon... Wait. It's the afternoon edition of Morning Gratitude. Because, you know, it's never too late for gratitude. And it is in the morning somewhere. I just don't know what country it is. But it is definitely Morning Gratitude. So... What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Um, we are here for an afternoon edition of the show, and our guest just disappeared. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. There she is. I, I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm she. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to butcher the opening of the show, which I pretty much do every single time now, um, and it's just kind of part of the intro. Is like, how accurate will I be on the intro? Like, for instance, we are being heard right now on iHeartRadio. On Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and many more platforms. So I'd like to thank you guys so much for listening in. And of course, all of you Facebook people, good morning or afternoon, whatever time it is. Good to see you guys. Hi, Mary. It is good afternoon. And uh, yes, that's right. I am the world's mayor. It's good to see you guys. So let's get into it. Um, I'm really excited about this. So not many people know me from... uh, well, back in the day when I was a cheerleader, and it's been, I think probably, I think it's been 18 years now. It's it's going, it's 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 like been a while <laughs> since I've done it. But in my former life, I used to be a college cheerleader, and I had a lot of fun and met some of the most amazing people um, that I'm still friends with. Like I, I just absolutely love them. Uh, the energy, there's just nothing like. A bunch of college cheerleaders, male and female. They just have their own little characteristics. But one of my friends has gone on to be a very successful fitness model. And she's going to join us today on the show. So I'm going to read you a little bit about her bio. And by the way, this is her talking, not me. So you're going to hear my voice and um, you're going to hear some things. But it's definitely not me saying this. As a former classically trained dancer. See, I don't dance. Competitive college cheerleader in South Florida. To an all-natural, international, elite figure pro with the IFBBPA. I always knew I had a place in the health and fitness world. I was not always, <clears throat> I was not always the fit woman I am today. <laughs> it's so weird reading it like this. I, I, I should try to do this in third person. 
It has evolved. It has evolved over many years of learning how my body responds to different styles of training, the best foods for my body, my current lifestyle, stresses, and my whole health. As my own fitness journey has taken off in the last year, and each goal I have set for myself has become a reality, there is nothing more rewarding than the positive feedback I receive from friends, family, and strangers, and like-minded individuals. My journey has motivated others to push harder towards their personal goals and has sparked an inner flame. It is, a pow- it is powerful in my personal motivation to continue pushing towards new levels, knowing I can impact someone else in his or her journey. I know my purpose is to help others of all ages, shapes, and sizes find their way into a fit lifestyle that makes sense to them regardless of where someone is in their life. Having worked with a diverse population, I'm very well-rounded and confident. I can be an asset to anyone's personal growth. Becoming more aware and healthy does not mean you have to completely give up the things you love doing. Be within a certain age bracket, change your entire life, or achieve a certain look in order to be considered healthier fit. I want to create and motivate others by leading through example and establishing balance. Whole health becomes a priority, a lifestyle choice, not a sacrifice. Then finally, and most importantly, beginning being in the mindset to manage a healthy lifestyle while still living a fun life. I got to tell you, one of these days I'm going to learn how to read. What's up, Lisa Walker, my London queen? Good to see you. Um, all right, guys. So again, thank you so much. Um, you guys uh, have fun. F- f- boy, you know what? I should have coffee before I do the show and maybe my mouth will work. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Nicole Angelini. Hi, friend. Uh, hi, Josh. How are you? Well, you know, other than having trouble reading today, I'm doing fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I And then... It was great, it was great hearing it as if you were a female. Right. I have that... Yeah. Yeah. Let me just tell you. That, um, that was really... Uh, so, you know, and, and it, it's funny. If I had producers... Um, what, I, what would happen is they would cut that up and they would read it like me being a woman and then they would play it back to harass me later but thank God we don't have anyone to do that so Nicole first things first what are you grateful for today? okay cool um, first and foremost I am super grateful um, every day when I wake up in the morning and I have my two little fur nuggets that I get to love and kiss and then when my day is evolving, I am super grateful for the ability to just um, be able to feel what's going on in that moment and um, use my better judgment, use my feeling as my judgment. I, I really think that sometimes is a hindrance, but it's, it's a pretty cool uh, tool every day. And other than that, I'm pretty grateful for just opportunities that continue to uh, present themselves every day and uh, being able to to live a, a life that I'm passionate about. So, okay, so the last time I saw you was literally when I left Boca Raton, Florida. And I, and that was when I was, that was the last time I ever wore a cheerleading uniform. And that was, that's when we pretty much lost contact. Um how did you get from cheerleading 
And how did how did that get into this the fitness comp like where you were doing fitness competitions and now you're a pro? Like how did that transition even happen? Well, um, after cheerleading was over, I you know before it was coming to an end, I just realized you know cheerleading didn't have um, a journey. It didn't have a place in my life. I wasn't going to become um, an NFL cheerleader. I just felt like there was more to it, more to what I could offer. Um, I had several girlfriends of mine that started their fitness journey in the NPC IMDB world, and I just, I loved it. I was like, wow, you know, their, their bodies are amazing, they're on stage doing something that they love, and those are two things that I really enjoy doing, so let me try this. So I gave it a shot in 2011 and 2012. Um, did it for a couple of years, placed high every single time, um, had good, had a great coach at that time, but I wasn't committed. I, I didn't understand the, uh, the mental capacity you need to be in <laughs> in order to do this sport. I uh, took several years off and um, I came back to it in 2016 and the fall of 2016 and that next year I determined after two shows that I was going to be a pro and that's what I did. So when you were talking about the mindset, like tell us about, so for someone that's wanting to go pro, what is the, the mindset and give us an idea of a, the, the typical day of what you have to be where I, you're at. Anybody that reaches out to me and tells me that they are starting their journey or that they're inspired by something that I posted. Um, or they're too looking to become a pro. I, I always tell them, make sure you love it. Make sure you love this sport so much because it is a hard relationship with not only the gym and the eating, that I feel like is the easy part. It's a hard relationship with your mind. Really? You, we play so many games with ourselves mentally um, on a daily basis, just being a human and now add, you know, what your body needs to look like. What do I need to eat? I need to be better than this one. Who's going to be judging me? Um, if there's travel involved, if your coaches and you don't click, I had that experience where we just, it was a brutal prep. Like every day, just upset, hated, hated what I was doing. And you just, it's just surrounding yourself with like-minded people, people that support you, and and um, pushing yourself, knowing that on those tough days, like, you gotta push harder. There's no day off. Um, is the mentality of most fitness competi- like fi- fitness competitors and bodybuilders, is it pretty self-absorbed, or is it a, like a brotherhood and sisterhood, kind of like it was in cheerleading? No, it's a very selfish sport. I'll be the first to admit it. It's extremely selfish. You need the support. You need people to help you, you know, watch your dogs, watch your kids. Um, I do go grocery shopping all the time. Uh, I'm in the gym all the time. I don't go to birthday parties or um, events or certain things. You, you opt out of things because it's just not, it's not always, it, it, it can't always be done. And you're, you're, traveling with Tupperware. Some people get really turned off that you have to eat a certain way. Some people are annoyed that you don't drink. Wow. And you get tired. 
you know, you don't want to be out till five in the morning. So it's just, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that you embark on. Sometimes it's lonely by yourself, and hopefully you have some great support in your in your in your court. So what do you do to keep yourself going? So I would imagine that anybody, I know a lot of you know motivational speakers and people in personal development that they have a lonely life because they're always on the road and like they're, you know, obviously they're on stage and they, they meet people after the show and there's that interaction, but then they go back to their hotel room alone and they're alone when they travel. And it's just, and, and like the only relationships they have are through social media which is not exactly gratifying relationships. How it, they have to work. Re, I know a lot of them that are clinically depressed, even though they're on stage motivating people. Which is the irony is insane. But how do you keep yourself sane, and how do you keep yourself with the positive mindset? One to keep it going, but two because every time we've talked, you seem to be pretty happy. Like, how are you doing that? Because you're a sociable person, like. You're not you're not an isolationist by any means. I, I I just I do know that of you. And have you become that? It's funny. So I I recently took like a personality test. I'm I'm in school to finish my health coach certificate, and I took a personality test, and I came back as a major introvert. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> what? It's so funny because I remember myself from back in the day, and I'm like, oh my god, like I've become. So like, not not sheltered, but just selective <laughs> oh. on how, how I spend my time, who I spend my time with, um, like-minded people. Um, it's I I would totally agree with you about health coaches and motivational speakers that we have we kind of have our own little thing. We become these introverts, and it's not on purpose. It's just. I think we analyze too much, to be quite honest, and we're always thinking and we're always pushing to the next level, and some people can't understand that. They almost see that as, when's enough going to be enough? Like, when are you going to be happy? And it is it is a question that I'm constantly pondering myself, like, when is enough going to be enough? God. But I like to push. I like to keep, to keep seeing how much further I can go. But what is that, though, for you? Because you're already at the top level, are you not? I've achieved the top in both organizations, the IFBB and the IFBB Physique America. And I'm going to compete in my first pro show in July in Montreal. So I was thinking maybe for like the next year, year and a half, you know, kind of go with it, see where it takes me. The cool thing with the IFBBPA is it's international, so there's ability to do shows all over the world and I would love to see the world why not do it while I'm doing something else I like um, so that was a gamble but we did it we uh, made that decision with my coach and um, I don't know if the end goal is there right now as long as I'm having fun and it has to be fun like even though it's hard work it has to be fun so as long as I'm having fun and my home hasn't fallen apart. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> well, I, it sounds like you, when you go to Tokyo and compete there, um, you should probably, that's where you should retire is in Tokyo. And then just start eating whatever you want and then go into sumo wrestling. Because it sounds like sumo wrestling would be more sociable than what you're doing. It's just sumo wrestling. Got it. <laughs> well, hey. 
I know you're like 4'11 and everything, but still. 5'1. You're 5'1? Okay, never mind. Sorry. That's like a giant in cheerleading. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So, okay, I want to know what your morning routine is. Like, when, and, and when do you, like, I want to know what your morning routine is, and I want to know, like, throughout the day, how many times you eat and how much you work out. Okay, well, my morning routine starts in the evening because I already have everything prepped for the morning. <laughs> Oh I don't God. like waking up in the morning so much. <laughs> so um, in the morning, I get up. Um, I make sure the pups are they're good. We play a little bit. Um, I get ready to go to work. Um, I get in the kitchen. I make a, a smoothie. It usually has protein powder and a bunch of other crazy powders in it. And some berries and plant-based milk because I've become kind of a plant-based nut. And... Um, pack up my stuff and I'm gone for the day. Um, I go, I work for a substance abuse and mental health clinic, uh, facility, I'm sorry, not clinic, in South Florida. We are everywhere, um, we're growing quite big. And um, I work with the executive team, I, I teach, or I, hold, I host a mental health nutrition class on Fridays with that population, um, whether it's teaching them how to cook uh, or make something that's easy to cook at on their own or um, nutrition all by itself, shopping list, or to this week we're gonna do a little routine. Time out real quick. So when you're uh -huh. saying um, nutrition for mental health, is that like alternative ways to treat mental illness through nutrition? So our population has come in and they don't know how to operate a microwave, some of them. Some of them oh, don't wow. know how they chicken, scrambled eggs. So we talk about those things. You know, they've been eating ramen noodles, Pop-Tarts um, for, for as long as they can remember. It's just easy and convenient. So we talk about alternative ways of eating and how to do it on a budget. And we put a grocery list together. And um, sometimes we come up with recipes. Um, you know, it's really, it's new. And at the same time, I let them kind of dictate what they need from me. And I make it engaging and fun for them because they sit through lecture classes all day long. So I feel like that class needs to be fun and it needs to be an hour. Well, have you found that proper nutrition has contributed to improving people's mental health? I, I wholeheartedly agree that it does. I believe my, myself, um, you know, when you're eating the sluggish foods, the high carbs, fatty, oily things, you're going to feel it. You're not going to be on point. You're not going to be your best. And when they show show up after lunch and they're they're tired and not in sync, I know that they they just ate something extremely heavy. And they'll admit it. They'll tell you right off the bat. Um, when they start learning how to do things and eating better, you feel better about yourself. You, you're putting good fuel into your body. Yeah. Do, what do you know about intermittent fasting? I've heard about it. I've never personally tried it, and I've seen some really good um, success stories from it from people at the gym that have told me about it. I just like breakfast too much. Yeah, I miss breakfast. I started doing it, and of course, every once in a while, if I can't sleep, I will eat something because that's the one thing 
surefire to make me want to fall asleep. It, it's like it's kicked my body into hyperdrive. So like the fasting period where you think would make me tired is actually like it, it's it, it's giving me more energy than I know what to do with, and then I can't sleep at night. So I, I know I'm I'm still playing around with it, trying to figure out like what I'm doing because I I don't know if I even know at this point. I'm just trying it, but mentally I felt better. But now I'm not sleeping, so I don't know. Okay, we're going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I mean, sleep is kind of important, especially for me. I'm, like, I'm kind of moody sometimes. Um, okay, so when do, you, when do you do your work? Do you do workouts a day, or you just do one, like, superhero workout? So I usually uh, leave around 4.30, and I head to the gym, and I break it up into body parts, and that's what I do. Uh, arms, legs, shoulders, back, cardio is always in there somewhere. Every day? You can do, wait, you can lift every body part every day? Oh, no, no, I break it up into body sections. Oh, oh, but you... That would be insane. Okay, so, so how many days a week do you lift back? Ooh, like a fluff workout. Okay, I got it. Yeah, like the quick upper body leg. Do two things of each body part, and that's like a full circuit for an upper body. Huh. I need to change my workout. I'm getting freaking bored. I'm doing the same thing all the time. That's and- I was doing the same cardio, and it was just, I was making excuses why not to do it. Um, and my friend has a really cool... Um, new gym in Boca called Drippin and it's Ooh. those those incline uh, treadmills that only move with your body weight oh fun oh god <laughs> painful but awesome <laughs> it's making me want a cheeseburger really bad I'm just letting you know and by the way how in the heck I want to ask you something else because we're friends so I can ask you this so one you go to the gym at the absolute worst time in history to go to the gym at 4.30 like no crazy person that, that is awful but when a guy when a guy sees a girl he likes at the gym what is the proper etiquette for a man to approach a woman is it a don't approach her <laughs> or b say hey can i help you rack that or three <laughs> ask for a spot But <laughs> um, awesome question. Like awesome question. Um, I feel that men will get a response out of me if they're just like a hundred percent genuine. Hey, um, nice to meet you. You know, obviously you. This is what you do for a living. Who are you? What's your name? You know, like find a better way than like. Oh, how many times do you come to the gym? What do you squat? What do you bench? What do you? What about what pre-workout do you use? Does that count? Yeah, what pre-workout are you? What are you eating? What steroids are you on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten that too because I didn't acknowledge somebody. I was a juice monkey. I was like, okay, cool. 
I that just seems so like the worst time, and I hate I. I like the energy of people being in the gym, but I don't like it when there's a lot of people there. Because I just like to get there and do my thing. And of course, I am. Do you wear a hat really low to cover your face? Sometimes, yeah. I know. I know a way to keep men away. What? Just don't wear deodorant. That's a possibility. That's a good idea. I don't know why. I don't know why people don't like I go when I go to the gym I'm like you can smell people from like like across the room it's like dude come on I move, man I move or I make the like stinky face I'm like oh like really like take care of yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so as as a natural bodybuilder or, or fitness competition person thing with jig are you allowed to take like pre-workout supplements? Yeah, uh, I take a ton of vitamins just for my joints, uh-huh. and then um, I take a fat burner, and I take a pre-workout sometimes, just depending. Um, or definitely, I take a BCA, uh, aminos, all of that fun stuff. But I, I I've minimized it to. To just pretty much like a, a quick little drink to go to the, the gym. Right. And a fat burner, but I really like really stress taking care of your body with vitamins. Because there was a time when I could not lift weights with my hands because my wrists were so, they were so bad. My joints are just, they're messed up from over time from wear and tear. So um, I'm just on turmeric, glucosamine. Anything that says joint, I'm taking. Have you tried, have you started, um, has CBD entered the bodybuilding world yet in fitness? I do. Um, I did, I did purchase a little thing of CBD when I was in Pittsburgh last year. Um, I didn't really get into it regularly, but um, I, I do believe that that does have effects, so... Yeah, I mean it's in it's in breast milk. I mean it comes from breast milk, but the key is getting the right one, and that's the problem. Is like a lot of people don't know what they're buying, and so they spend right. a, and, it, and it's not exactly cheap. So they spend a lot of money on this, thinking it's going to work, and it really doesn't work. Right, it's the wild wild west. Still, yeah. Wow. So. What's your goal? Like, what are you what are you wanting to do? Like, what where where do you go from here? Like, I. I just feel like you've got something else on the horizons and you, you really feel like there's another chapter for you after this. What it, do you know what it is yet? I'm hoping, I mean, again, you know, with the, the ability to travel and compete, I'm hoping to gain some more exposure worldwide. Um, when I'm completely certified to be a health coach, I would love to really dive into that. Um, I don't enjoy personal training people, and it's not so much because I don't want to share that experience with them. Um, they are just looking for you to fix them in the gym, and it's so much more than what you're lifting, how much you're benching or squatting. Um, it's, it's, your, it's your everything. It's how you wake up every day. What are you doing to take care of yourself? How are you eating? Um, what are you doing in the middle of the day to take care of yourself? Um, the stresses, how to eliminate those things or, you know, deal with them in a better way. 
And yeah, whatever your exercise is, whether it's the gym or it's yoga or walks or just, I don't know, sitting in a park, whatever. Whatever makes you happy and whole. That, I mean, that to me is much more important than counting somebody's breaths. So I would love to really um, dive into embracing that experience because that journey is really fun with people. And um, for, for future competitors out there, you know, I, I love to, to connect with them. Like as soon as I get a message from somebody that's competing, I respond so quickly because I just feel it's such a lonely world sometimes and you don't know who to turn to. And it's so great to have been, to have gone through what I've gone through and gotten here. And I like to share it because it wasn't easy, you know, having to switch coaches mid-season, being in a kind of an abusive coach relationship without, you know, without being with all those bells and whistles in a relationship. It was just a toxic coach relationship and finding somebody that really connected with you and treated you like a person and not just a, a trophy. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm paying to be abused. Like, how much fun is that? Yeah, I'm paying to be abused, and um, for, for what? For your glory, for your accolades, you know? Yeah. Golly. So there's, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of that in this industry, too. So if I can help, you know, kind of impact and power, be a voice of reason to somebody that's competing, that's gone through the same thing, I, I'm there. I'm, I'm good. Like, I, I, I'd like to share that story with anybody. And um, you know, point them in some better directions. I think that uh, I think you should definitely write a book. That'd be a couple couple chapters <laughs> or a couple editions. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that it would be interesting. You've had an interesting journey, and uh, I'm definitely rooting for you, Nicole. I really am. So, anything I can do to support you, you please let me know. I'm a fan. Thanks. Well, listen, I'm so grateful for you coming on the show today. And for you coming on the show, I'm going to give you a giraffe. <laughs> you cannot sell it and you cannot give it away. What are you going to do with it? Is it a real giraffe? Yeah, you have to feed it too. Perfect. <laughs> Sold. What are you going to do with it? I know. What are you going to do with it when you get it? Are you, is it a, like a little animal, like a real living animal? It, it's going to lick your face and everything. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to cuddle with it in, like, in my room and bed with the other dogs. <laughs> Perfect. Nicole, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. It's good seeing you again. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Nicole, everybody. All right, you guys, you have a wonderful day. That was my friend, Nicole. Uh, God, I haven't seen her in 20 freaking years. Um, anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you so much uh, for the shares, the likes, the comments. Jeanette, Mary, Jane, Alev, good to see you. Bonnie, uh, thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. I'm out of here. Well, I said I was out of here, but, you know. If you get a flat tire, run out of gas, or have an overheated engine, call 511 powered by Sandag. The Freeway Service Patrol provides free help on select highways in the San Diego region. Just call 511 and say roadside assistance or visit 511sd.com slash aid.